Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit. And then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns, and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home. And what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Hey friends, it is Motherhood Monday. I am your motherhood coach, Michelle Grosser. Thank you for making the time to be with us here today. So grateful. It is a rainy day here in Miami. It is Sunday, football Sunday, so you guys might hear some cheering and jeering, getting picked up on my mic today as I record. Um, But it's Thanksgiving week and the holidays are upon us and we know that we are going to blink and it's going to be a new year. There are 40 days left in 2022 and it's had me brainstorming and just really getting focused the last couple of weeks, especially on just end of the year stuff, end of the year wrap up stuff that I do in my family and in my businesses. And it also really has me excited for the new year ahead. And I've got my word of the year picked out. 2023 is going to be the year of joy. I am starting to visualize and just get really intentional about writing out my goals for each quarter of 2023. And it just kind of struck me that I have all these goals and I have all these visions for myself and for my family as a whole and kind of for my businesses for next year. And my kids are four and five now. So they're starting to kind of get to an age where I want to start including them in some of this. And maybe not in like the minute, you know, setting smart goals or putting everything into my calendar, but really just in kind of the dreams and the visions, because even at four and five, like we all have them, you know, kids, especially uh, little ones, like they're just such big, 
dreamers. They're born visionaries, right? They just create the most beautiful and the most magical scenarios. And I think we were all like that at one time too. And then somewhere along the way, you know, tragically, someone told us to get realistic. They told us to get our head out of the clouds. And maybe those big dreams started to fade. And one of our main limitations, I think, just keeping most of us adults living small, living these small, safe lives is just failing to dream big enough. You know, we get stuck in our habits and we just really forget how far we can go if we just allow our minds to visualize it, if we just put our minds to it. So I kind of been thinking about that. And today I wanted to share three ideas I kind of had or three things that kind of came up for me on how we can raise and encourage our kids to be big dreamers and to kind of stay big in their vision. I think we all want our kids to live this big, fulfilling, uh, impactful lives. And I really think that teaching them to dream big is really going to help lead them there. So how many of you know the world needs more visionaries? Amen. So the first thing I was kind of thinking of is that we could create vision boards together as a family. And I think this is something we're going to implement in our family the week between Christmas and New Year's this year, but we're just going to have a family vision board night. I've always seen vision boards created by adults, but why? Like they can have the same amazing benefits for our kids and they're visual. So even our littlest dreamers can like choose their pictures that represent their dreams and their visions for the year ahead. So I'm so excited to do this. I was wondering what my local library does with old, like their old magazines. I don't know if they archive them or if they just like recycle them, but I'm going to call them up this week and ask if they have any old magazines that they're not keeping that I can have. Um, And if not, I'm just going to go to a Barnes and Noble and pick up um, a few magazines that we can use to make our vision boards. Another idea, I guess, is that if my kids are kind of specific on their visions, like if they don't need to browse, I can probably offer to just Google and print out some pictures uh, for them and for us on what we want. And then maybe they could even color them or I could find like some stickers or stuff that they could use. But if any of you guys end up having a family vision board night, uh, let me know where you end up getting the pictures, how you end up going about it, uh, make it fun. You could have popcorn or candy or music or a movie playing while you're doing it. Um, But I'm super curious. Just kind of let me know where you got the pictures for your vision board and then how it kind of went. I want to hear about it. Um, So I think it's going to be super fun. But more than that, I'm also really excited about the opportunity that I know will present itself for me to coach and for me to teach and for me to parent my kids about their goals and about their visions and about their big dreams and about how we go about setting goals and how we need to break our goals down into steps to be able to achieve them and you know the mindsets that we need to be able to achieve our goals. So friends, if you're I don't know if your 12 year old boy's putting a picture of a Lamborghini on his vision board, like mama, this is not the time or the place to tell him to get realistic. There is no eye rolling on vision board night. This isn't the time to tell our kids that their dreams are ridiculous. It isn't the time to remind him that he doesn't even have a license or a job yet. This is simply my invitation for you to restrain yourself and any dream crushing urges that may arise. So let me coach you on what this is the time for. Vision board night is a time to connect with your child and get to know them better. 
It's true for all our kids and all their dreams and all their visions. Like what a beautiful opportunity we're going to have to get to know our kids better. Like how they tick, what motivates them, what inspires them. Like, whoa, that's a really cool car. Like tell me more about why you decided to include a Lamborghini on your vision board, right? What does it represent for you? How do you imagine yourself in that car? And then we just shut our mouths and we listen. And we listen without criticism. We listen without judgment. We just listen when we're going to learn so much about our children. And then second, vision board night is also time for us to have these really gentle, open, fun discussions with our kids about what it takes to make some of those big dreams a reality. You know, so your your 12-year-old wants a Lamborghini someday, and that goal might, and it very probably will, change as he grows and as he matures, but that doesn't matter. There are foundational steps that he can work towards today that will serve him well, no matter what car he has in the driveway at 25, right? Like, for sure. And this is a great opportunity to start to explore and to teach that. You know, what would it take for you to have that Lamborghini one day? Yeah, that's right. It would take a lot of money. Do you think you could have a lot of money one day? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. There's a lot of ways to make money, right? What are some ways? Yeah, you have to have a lot of courage and a lot of vision to take action, to share your skills and share your ideas and share the products with people who find them valuable enough to exchange their money for it. And then you got to learn how to be intentional with your money so that you can have extra income to spend on things that really excite you, right? Interesting. Is that something you can start to work on now? Like, what are some skills you already have that you could start exchanging for money? Yeah, you could mow lawns, you could wash cars, right? Cool. Maybe you could include something like that in your vision board to remind you of some of the steps you're going to focus on this year to help you achieve that big goal one day. And this goes for any dream or any vision that our kids put on their board. Maybe it's making new friends. Maybe it's a trip to Disney. Maybe it's learning to play the guitar. Maybe it's getting a new doll, which is probably part of what my girls are going to want to put on their vision boards. Whatever it is, there's space for it. There's space to learn more about our kids and there's space to teach them and coach them about setting goals and about the mindsets we have to have and the ways that we can break those goals down for them to be achievable in a way that continues to motivate us. And then friends, once those boards are created, don't let them end up on the floor of their bedroom. Don't let them end up, you know, curled up in the back of a closet. Like display them somewhere where your kids can see them often. And then talk about them on the regular, like maybe on Sunday nights, you have a two-minute vision board check-in, right? While you're at dinner, maybe while you're putting them to bed. And you just check in on what they've done that week to move their goal forward, to move their vision forward. Like what worked? What didn't? What felt aligned this week? What, what felt like it moved the needle? What were they proud of? What were they resilient about, right? What are they going to focus on in the week ahead? And just getting them to evaluate their strengths and their opportunities. Like friends, these are beautiful life skills that we're encouraging them to grow. And then second, I think it's really important when we're talking about our kids' visions and their big dreams to really pay attention to their self-talk. A dream is a, a powerful idea. And different people have different dreams. Unique people have unique ideas. It's just how the world works and how it goes around. It's so important. They're all necessary. It's how discoveries are made. It's how, you know, innovation is created and 
all the things that make life better for all of us. And on the journey towards achieving our dreams, we are going to need all of the motivation and all of the encouragement that we can muster. Because mamas, this is the, the battlefield of the mind, right? So whether our kids can dream big and then make any progress towards those big goals and those visions is really going to come down to whether they even believe that they can do it, right? It's really going to come down to what that inner voice, maybe that inner critic, all those little voices in their head are telling them. And friends, guess where those voices are formed? (laughs) So many of them are formed in childhood by the voices of our caregivers. I promise you, for most of you listening who struggle with a strong inner critic, you're hard on yourselves, you have a loud inner critic that's always chirping in there. Friends, if you stop to pay attention, it's probably the voice of your mom, the voice of your dad, the voice of your grandmother, whoever raised you who is critical of you, whoever raised you who's really hard on you, whoever raised you who just expected so much out of you and just put this inordinate pressure on you. So we really have to be intentional about how we're speaking to our kids because that in turn is going to be how they speak to themselves and we know like turning big dreams turning big dreams and big vision requires some big action which requires some big resilience and some big faith like our kids need to believe that they're worthy of achieving those big dreams that they have what it takes last monday's episode was all about raising optimistic kids. And friends, pessimism is the number one dream killer. They're going to have all kinds of cynics telling them all the reasons why their dreams are too lofty. All the, dream, all the reasons why it won't work out, right? Negativity is the path of least resistance. We talked about that on Monday too. We're just wired. We're wired to look out for the negative, right? For our survival. It, it takes so much intentionality to come against that. So we really have to help our kids to develop the ability to block out the naysayers. So what language do you notice them using, right, when it comes to their dreams and their visions? What words do you choose when you're speaking with them about their big dreams? Like what's coming out of their mouth reflects what's going on within them, right? You know, think possibilities, speak possibilities, believe in their dreams, say so, right, when you speak to them. Man, our words have power. They can be used to build up or they can be used to tear down. So we just want to keep that in mind. And then third, I thought it would be important to surround our dreamers with big dreamers, right? Surround them with visionaries, surround them with big dreamers. I've heard this quote that your net worth is your network. And it's just this idea that you're likely to be the average of who you choose to surround yourself with, right? So there's power. There's power in who we choose to spend time with, we cho- who we choose to let speak into our lives, whose energy we allow into our space, our mental space, our emotional space, our physical space. This is true for our kids. So if we want them to be big dreamers, let's surround them with big dreamers. If we want them to be visionaries, let's surround them with visionaries. We can expose them to these types of people. And these can be real people in their lives, right? These can be people who do bold things, who do big things, people who are resilient and faith-filled, people who aren't afraid to try, afraid to fail, afraid to try again. Maybe it's a personal mentor that you connect your kids with, introduce them to. Maybe it's 
a teacher that they really connect with. Maybe it's a coach who really inspires them or maybe someone in the family. Maybe it's an uncle who owns a business or an aunt who is an artist or a friend of yours, right? Or maybe it's even like a historical figure or maybe it is a professional, a professional at something that they're really passionate about. Just introducing them to other big dreamers around the world just helps encourage our kids to do the same. Because these people, these these icons in our kids' eyes, they've just paved the way. They've shown the world anything's possible. So we can use their stories to encourage our kids. Watch inspirational movies together, right? Read some biographies. Listen to some TED Talks. Like whatever motivates your kids, whatever inspires them. Like I'm just getting fired up just talking about this. There's so many opportunities to surround them with people who are going to speak life into their creativity and into their visions. Okay, so those are three things. It is Monday. We here on the Motherhood Podcast, we always start our Mondays with prayer. We believe it's the best way to start the week and we pray a specific, whatever the topic was for that Monday, we pray that over our kids. So won't you join me in prayer today as we pray big dreams and big vision over our children. Let's pray. God, we thank you. We thank you for the gift of our children. God, we pray big dreams and big vision over their lives this week, God. We thank you for their imaginations. We thank you for their creativity. We thank you for their big dreams and their bold visions. God, we thank you for gifting them with so much purpose, for eternal purpose, Lord. We thank you for working everything out. You are the master visionary. You're the greatest, biggest dreamer of all. Our little brains can't even begin to understand the depth of your vision. Your vision for us your vision for our kids, your vision for all of humanity. Just help us to get out of the way of it all. Help us to get out of our kids' way. Help us to teach them and to guide them and encourage them and speak life so we can just simply fan the flame that you've ignited within them, Lord. I pray boldness over all our children today, God. I believe in my heart of hearts that every single one of our children was created to be a world changer. So I pray for big dreams that aren't dampened by the naysayers of this world. Help them. Just help them to be discerning of the voices they listen to. Give them wisdom, God, over the big dreams you've placed in their hearts. Help them to follow your leading and spend their time and their talents in ways that honor you. God, remind our children they don't have to do any of this, bringing their vision to life. They don't have to do any of it in their own strength. We know that your mighty power is shown in our weakness. You breathe life into their possibilities, just as you breathe life into each one of their bodies. You have plans for them, God. You give them hope. You give them a future. So just help them to align all they do with you. That alignment is going to be their superpower. It's going to open the doors. It's going to keep them motivated. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We're grateful for you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love Mommy's podcast, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, 
It would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.